in a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics, on our generation's classics, our generation's classics, and remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials in the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are doing a special edition. So uh, I know we- Breaking news. (laughs) So I know we said we were going to be doing Romeo Michelle's High School Reunion, which we will post the, you know, next time. But we decided that we are going to do a movie- special for this week in particular and that movie is cool runnings and i hopefully everyone knows why we're doing that but in case you don't know um the jamaican bobsled team has qualified for the olympics and will be competing for the first time in what was it 20 i think 26 years 24 years yeah yeah something crazy like that uh 1988 so 1998 was the last time they competed oh because i was gonna say the the thing they were doing was 1988 but then i'm like that was the first time that was the first time um fun fact we're recording this on the um february 10th Mm -hmm. and today is the first day of bobsledding nice yeah they're doing not a metal day and everything right yeah it's like say it again they're doing like the monobobs right oh okay which i I did not know that that was a thing (laughs) uh oh is that Oh, I'm confusing it with luge. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm guessing there's a difference. And I know that the Jamaicans have a woman competing in the monobob this year. Mm. Um, but I don't I don't know. I didn't know that I didn't even know that there was a two-man team. Um tri- I thought there was two sport. and four. I, there is a two and four, but now yep. there's a single. I didn't know that. Anyway. That's crazy. I really yeah. wasn't when I watched this movie, I was like unclear i i had to wikipedia if it was based on truth or not yeah yeah it is it the quotation spirit is there yeah. uh which we will get into but before we do that so cool runnings uh 1993 is that right? yeah. yeah 1993 um written by lynn seifert michael ritchie and tom swerdlow uh, directed by John Turtletop and starring um, John Candy, Leon, Dougie Doug, Raleigh D. Lewis, and Malik Yoba. Um, quick synopsis, Tracy Go. Okay. Cool Runnings is about the first Jamaican bobsled team. And you think Jamaica, you know, they don't have snow or they have, you know, so the premise of the movie, at least, I don't know where the truth begins and the movie, you know, um, but a man was training and set for, I think he was a sprinter, right? To, um, yeah, for, yeah. to qualify for the Olympics. <clears throat> and he had been training. And on the day of like the qualifications, he took off and a guy next to him tripped and took him out and like the guy next to him out. So three guys were taken out of this race because this guy tripped, which was a fluke. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it happens, but so they, they were, they basically, they were disqualified. They didn't, and you know, this guy, the main guy, and I forget his name uh, was yes. um, It was his dream because his father had also competed in the Olympics for running. So when he goes to the Olympic, I don't know, committee. office committee, yeah. 
and was like, you need to let me re-qualify, redo the race. It wasn't fair. And they're like, that's, you know, not how that works. Not, yeah. I know. I was actually surprised about that. I was like, that stinks. That's I, the way it is. That's yeah. That's life. Um, so he's like, you can try again four years. He's like, I, you know, that's a long time to wait. And so he saw a picture of his dad and he's like, Oh, who's standing next to my dad. And he goes, Oh, he was a, a, a gold medalist who tried to convince your dad to become a bobsledder. And he's like, okay, great. Perfect. And then what's goes, what's a bobsled? <laughs> so he convinces himself that he can start this bobsled team. He finds this guy who happens to live in Jamaica, white guy, John Candy. And his theory, John Candy's theory is that sprinters would make the best bobsledders because they get that start off the bobsled. Mm-hmm. So he has like an audition basically to see who is interested. And the only one to actually show up and is in for it is his friend who happens to be a push cart guy. Like he's kind of just the local I don't want to say local relief. idiot, but yeah, <laughs> he's local like a comic jokes, relief of the island or like whatever. jokester. Yeah. yeah. But happens to be good at push right. carts and no, you know, is an right. athlete in, a, in and of its own right. Right. So the other two people who like show up to this audition happen to be the two people that also trip for the Olympics. And oh, so yeah. they kind of have like a, a rivalry between each other because they're kind of mad that they couldn't go to the Olympics. Um, so anyway, they go and it's like a, a comedy of errors that they try to, you know, become bobsledders. Um, but they do make it to the qualifications. Yep. They qualify, but then they don't, they don't place. They don't play. Well, they don't place enough to get to a medal. Right. But in the process, they kind of won the hearts of everybody, which was true. They, it was, and it like, it was kind of like finding and <laughs> it put in perspective to me. And I think that was the whole point because it put in perspective to John Candy, who we find out has like a, a, you know, a past. Yeah. Um, that it's not about the medal. It's about like national pride and trying your best and sportsmanship, mm-hmm. which people kind of forgot. So mm-hmm. it was, it was one of those, it was a sports movie. Why do we end up always watching? Why I okay. love sports movies. I'm sorry. I do. I will take a sports movie any day of the week. Yeah. There you what, go. What was, what was John Candy's pass? I must've missed that. I, I, I fell he, into a deep sleepy stupor. Well, he was a bobsled. He was a bobsledder and he won medals, but then it was discovered that he cheated. He had put weights in the sled to make it go faster. So they stripped him of his medals. Oh, dishonorable discharge. Gotcha. Mm. I want to say that the the guys he runs into was his team. And I I want to say that they were also stripped. Oh, that would make sense. That's why they're angry. I'm sure because I I, I was wondering, I'm like, man, tough crowd. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but yeah. I didn't realize what was going on um good synopsis Tracy well done yeah, yeah thank um, you you explained a few things for me too along the way <laughs> so um I have never seen this movie this is my first time uh Serena I think you're in the same boat Tracy yeah. you have seen this movie yeah and you were surprised I had not seen it <laughs> yeah I like as per usual with these uh nostalgia movies I don't particularly remember like going to the theater or mm-hmm. it it was just there. I had yeah. always have seen it. it well, you I were think what? You were seven when this eight. came out? Eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
so it and and I want to say it was one of those kids movies that adults can also watch and Absolutely. and enjoy. It wasn't like it was adult humor or anything like that, but it was just it was a it was a Disney wholesome family movie that good for everybody. Yep. And it I don't know when it was well and it came compared out to the Olympics, but that's what I was just gonna say was it came out within five years of the event happening in real yes. life. So yep. you still had the group Fresh. of people who who fell in love with the the actual Jamaican yep. bobsled team got to go see this movie. I want to say that I hadn't seen it probably since the nineties. And the only thing I really truly remembered about it, other than like the, the goofy training scenes of them, like rolling down a hill mm-hmm. um, was, and I think this is the, the core of what happened in truth is they did crash. It's a very dangerous yeah. sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it, it was like, they were going like 70 miles an hour. It seemed like. Yeah, uh, basically on their side, on their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, right, right, right. And so, and like people have died and that's not uncommon. And they got out, picked up their sled and crossed the finish line to be like, so like that and that's, that's real life. Yeah. Um, So, and it was, I think it just sparked a national pride and, and kind of like a, anyone even, you know, people without snow can still do winter Olympics and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, when I, when the, when the movie first started, I was like loving the music. I yeah. actually loved the music all throughout, but the I intro love song, that. what is that called? The, the tin, the steel drum. steel drum. Yeah. One of the songs I think it's known for, like it went viral because of it. I forget viral before viral was a thing. Um, <laughs> I forget what the song was. It was it their chant. No, no, but that chant is. Oh my god, like, that that was also iconic. That's the iconic thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can see clearly now. Oh, it it was like clean. the the re whoever it was the the cover of it that went viral or whatever. Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. I can see that. So, uh, Serena, you you liked it overall? Yeah, I can't believe I've never seen it. Literally, everyone I talked to who I said I was watching this movie to they were like shocked that I hadn't seen it. And I don't know, everyone's seen it. Everyone. Everyone's seen it. And if they hadn't seen it, they've heard of it. They know everyone has heard of cool runnings in Mm -hmm. some way, shape or form, but I never heard of it. Not me. (laughs) I think I was living under You've never even heard of it. You never even heard of it. No. Wow. Have you, did you hear about the Jamaican bobsled team? I feel like for some reason, my mom, I remember my mom talking about it like the actual event, but mm-hmm. like, I really don't remember. I'm telling you guys, I was like under a rock when I lived on the Cape. I thought like, like you bets, I looked up the names. I was like, oh, are these, the, are these the guys? And the names are completely different. Right. And why did they name one of them Yul Brenner? I don't, <laughs> yeah, the, what the, the joke never landed. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it okay, never so landed. My guess, cause I, I was like, oh, I, <laughs> So I went through this Did whole you hear range the name? of emotions. Did you recognize the name? I was like, I recognize that name. I must know the Jamaican bobsled league team. I'm like, I know this man. Who was it? Nope. It was no. the actor. Okay. You was- Brenner is a famous actor. Which I thought, I thought he, when he first said his name, that because they call they like before they knew the, the characters, before they knew the guy's name, they called him the bald man. Yeah. And I was like, so when he came in and they were like, oh, so what is your name, bald man? And he's like, Yul Brenner. And I was like, oh, oh after I yeah. got the joke, I was like, oh, he's being funny because right. 
all I know Yul Brenner from is the the King and I, where he's like a famous bald man. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And I think even the guys laughed and he's like, nope, that's my name. And I was like, oh, okay. but in real life, excuse me, you know, Yul Brenner from something else. What? That is podcast history. Westworld. Oh, yeah. okay. I, my, <laughs> you're all right. I apologize. So uh, I want to talk about John Candy for a minute. Cause I gotta yeah. say, you mean this- uncle Buck? Uncle Buck, this was an extremely sincere role for him, in my opinion. He is not playing it up. He's not handing it up the way he usually does. Like there's funny moments because normal life is a little bit funny, but not not a comedy in the slightest. No, he was very sincere the whole way. And he was playing possibly the the most serious, the most complex of the characters. Yes. Um, And I I really appreciated that. I've never seen that side of him. Um, and then apparently this was the last movie that premiered before he died. Yes. Um, so yeah, just shout out to John Candy. Yeah. yeah. Two scenes of his stuck out. Like you said, he was very genuine and it was when he was getting them reinstated to the committee when they like, yeah. they tried to, which I think that did happen. They, they disqualified they their team for some, yeah. and it didn't, they didn't get reinstated from like this moving speech, something, something else happened. Right. Um, but his little speech to the committee was very moving and very genuine. Mm-hmm. And then when, first off, the four men were perfectly cast. They were all oh. great. Yeah. They were yeah, all, they great. were, they were, I loved them. So Doris, he, he, uh, he's like, asked him like, well, why did you cheat? And his answer was just, it was the acting. Everything was awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't know if I'm PMSing or whatever, but this by the end of the movie when they were crashing, I was in tears. Oh, <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> I like the only thing, the only thing I really remember was the crash at the end, yeah, and then yeah. and, and they're like, and the whole like speaking of a genuine moment when he was like John Candy said to him, he's like, it's not about the medal, it's about you know finishing the race and how you feel after you finish it. And he's like, well, how will I know? And he's like, you know, and they were so like, they, they gave that hug at the end where they were like, we finished the race. I'm like, they finished the race. <laughs> going back on like the winning the audience over and winning people over the, the rivals of them were the Swedish team. Uh, I know that they emulated the Swedish team. I thought it was the German team who were the rivals. Yeah, the oh. Swiss was the red team, and that was the one that they were like. Doris was like idolizing. Oh, okay. and then when they were in the big bar, I think it was the German team oh, okay. that was like German trying team. to fight them or whatever. Yeah, I should have guessed because I was like, "Why are these fighting?" Like, I feel like the Swedes are never the bad guys. Iceland <laughs> right. sometimes is the bad. Anyway, <laughs> they were like making fun of like the the players, and everyone was making fun of the Jamaican bobsled. And I again, I don't know what happened in real life, but from what I get from watching footage now of the Olympics is everybody's so like encouraging. Like, I don't think of the Olympics, like, yes, it's a competition, but I feel like it's, 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 I don't know. It's like, yeah. Athletes are good sportsmanship. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe, maybe things have changed since then, or if this is just a, they needed a bad guy for the movie type thing, but I've never felt like, Yes, it yeah. was that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, Which say is that why again? I said the bad guys sometimes are Iceland. Right. But wait, uh, I kind of missed what Betsy said. Say that again. It was very Mighty Ducks. Oh, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I actually agree with you. And I had that thought too, because it's just, it. 
I think like, it's it's so incorrect to what reality is. Yeah, I I just feel like if I saw like an underdog like Jamaica in a winter sport, right? I would do everything right. in my power to make sure they competed. Right. Like I would be yeah. like, here's our extra sled. Here's some right. advice. Like, right. Yeah. I, they would. I feel like they would be welcomed with open arms to be yeah. like, welcome to the club. You're gonna yeah. love it. Right. Because of the family. Well, because like, uh, it's not even, they weren't even afraid that they were going to win. They were just like, oh, you don't belong here, which like, why? (laughs) Like they never really, I don't know. Anyway, I think there was like a tiny little moment where John Candy hinted that it was racism. I was going to say that I got that vibe, but they really tried to steer steer clear of that. Yeah. It was that part of that where he was like, what you're afraid of four black guys in a sled and and they and they were like whoa and side note in that in that boardroom scene I I was like oh look they're being COVID friendly I was like it was immediately where my brain went because the table was so big and they were so spread out and then I was like oh wait no this is 1993 (laughs) Uh, you know what I thought of I thought of Star Wars yes yes that that like the yep yep I got you all right. Anyway, did anyone have a favorite part that really stood out to them? I love when he crashes into the little, like in the beginning, oh, um, yeah. what's his name crashes into the, and he's like, you alive or you dead? And then <laughs> dead. Yeah. And then that was like, just, I was thinking the theme of, throughout the, the thing. Theme yeah. The theme. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, Tracy with her full, full circle moments. Can I, I make a note on that too is, um, Sanka. He is see, he is shown painting his his push cart mm-hmm. at the beginning mm-hmm. and they brought that back because I was when they did the whole like um upgrade to their yep. or paint job to their bobsled yeah. mm-hmm. it he had like the mask and the paint and I was like okay that was his got yep. it yep yeah I don't know what it is I'm very particular about my slapstick um <laughs> but at the same time, like some of my favorite comedic moments are slapstick, mm-hmm. uh, though for the most part, I don't like it. So like that part, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But <laughs> when the hockey team came out onto the ice and they were trying to get off the ice quickly and a hockey oh, yeah. player ran into Yule and Yule just dropped him. <laughs> I love that. that. Was, I burst out laughing. I don't that know what that was. It was the only time that I laughed out loud. But, yeah, that, but then he continued to fall right after. And then I know fell. I was, yeah. I was yeah. laughing at that too. I was like, wow, this guy, cause he, I never, did we, did we ever get an answer on why he was so like, like, don't touch me. He had, they did have a moment with him in the hotel room when he, when he was saying how he was driven because he wanted to get out of Jamaica or something like that. He wanted to, he wanted to live in Buckingham palace. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So like they were kind of doing, they weren't very overt with, yeah, um, I was just wondering the about reasoning that. behind why he was the way he was, but they did soften him, soften him up and kind of, he was just guarded. I was going to say the, the like B plot line between him and junior and juniors. I loved it. It's a great, like hit the whole, like, um, affirmations or whatever, like, mm-hmm. and then when he used it against his, well, I think Yule thought it was against his father yeah. and then he used it, it against the bad guys at the bar, the which was great. Yeah. Um, and then the scene with his father when he finally stood up to him was great. And he sees himself in the mirror really quickly. Oh, that yeah. was really good. It was it was a well constructed movie. It was Everything very, kind very of came good. back round and yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Yeah, that Yule and Junior, they ended up with a great relationship. And it's they because did. 
there was no romance oh, in this you're movie. Right. I mean, yep. the, our lead had a, a wife and she was who we followed or she was one of the women, the women we followed in Jamaica, yep. but there was no, yeah, there was, it was very all little sports. romance happening. It was all yeah. sports. So they had to have a buddy a soft moment, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, I love the scene, like the opening scene when Jerice is like running through town and like everyone loves them. And they're like talking about the Olympics. And I'm like, it's going to be a great day. And like, this is just so upbeat. And I was like, loving the music, loving the vibe, loving the run. And I was like, maybe I should well, go for a run. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a movie trick or whatever that you're like, okay, the town is invested in him. And here yeah, are all the yeah. locals that he knows. So when, like you said, Bets, like the, the girlfriend, the wife, whatever, was the anchor back to Jamaica, all of the, the people, the little boy who was in the push car and like the, right. you know, everyone was there in the bar, wherever they were watching. It was like, okay, here's the town that we all ran past and knew and loved. Right. Mm-hmm. So wait, did, did anyone name their favorite part? Did, uh, yeah, Serena <laughs> did. Trey, did you? I, I mean... I know it's kind of hard to pick something out. It's hard um, to pinpoint. Cause like, I love that part. I forgot about the part on the ice that you mentioned, Betsy, just where he funny. just stops him. I was like dying, laughing out loud. But that said, and going back to what we were, we were already talking about this, but I think John Candy's performance may have been my favorite part. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. I think my favorite part was they had, it was a, it's a two-parter. They had that moment, I think at the beginning of the first race where um, he's like hitting him on the heads, trying to be the Swiss team. The Swiss team yeah. And they have, oh, yeah. they're like, why are you trying to emulate them? Why are you doing it the way they do it? And then I think it's Sanka. And it's usually the comic relief or the best friend character that has this moment that makes yeah. the main character like have this moment of dawning or whatever. He's like, I don't want to be the best um, Swiss person or whatever. I want to be the best me. And the best me is the best Jamaican. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be the best Jamaican Bob sub team. Let's do it the Jamaican way. Let's yeah. that. that good, so that, that whole thing, good. when they finally had like their, the next run, when they were like all in sync and they did the cool runnings thing yeah. to get started. Yeah. I was like, okay, they, they found them themselves yeah. and they're, they're learning to, you know, love themselves, you know, love themselves and the, you know, so, so. How is this millennial movie? Um, how did it impact our generation? Because um, I, I got to say, I might not call this a millennial movie. I definitely call it, it's a 90s movie. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a millennial movie because like you said, it's it was a true family movie. Like you could be, you know, nine or 99 and watch this okay. movie. So it wasn't quintessential to millennials it was quintessential for everybody who experienced that in the eight in 88 and then went I was to gonna see it in 93 that's what I was okay. gonna say is people who had seen the original Olympics in 1988 in Canada like mm-hmm. and then this movie came out like it's almost like it's touching on late 80s and carrying through and like catered to that kind of crowd yeah now that you say that, I agree with you. Cause I was like, oh no, I think this was kind of an important film, but you're right. I don't think it was just for the millennials. Yeah. It's, it was everyone's movie. It was everyone's movie in 1993. Um, but where was everyone, I? Except for Serena, everyone <laughs> else 
knew this movie so yeah. it did i feel it did definitely make an impact and if nothing else it may not you know it may not represent properly the 88 um team but it made us all remember the 88 team and kept it I, in our minds and now with the new olympics with the 2022 olympic team it's kind every, of getting everyone's resurgence. really excited for this i feel like it's they have national pride, but we are also rooting for them. Yeah. And I think movies like this that show winning isn't everything mm-hmm. is important. And I mm-hmm. think that message resonates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think, you know, yeah. Uh, all right. So does anyone have any other um, notes, any other thoughts? I liked it. I just liked it. I just liked it. It was like a feel good movie. Mm-hmm. It was a feel good movie and I like feel good. And you know what, in this, in the era of seasonal depression at its peak, I really, I cried. (laughs) It was, it was probably eight 30 in the morning when I was watching it, which is my nighttime. Yeah. So I coming off an eight hour day. That's like my midnight and I'm exhausted. Yeah. So my only other note that I wrote down was this has what I might consider one of the most epic slow claps I've ever seen on film. <laughs> and yes. that is so 90s. That is oh, so, yeah. so 90s. Yep. But I wasn't expecting it. And it, like, it's only because it's such a, a joke now that yeah. it kind of took me out of it for a minute. Yeah, I was it like, did. Oh. It was a little too slow. Like, oh, it was an epic slow clap, guys. <laughs> so uh, Martini shut then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. love, I love the feel good. I love the feel good. I would recommend it. And like you said, you're, you're right. It, it's not a millennial movie. It's an everyone movie. And I would mm-hmm. definitely say, watch it. Especially I mean, I, right now. Like I said, like, yeah, like I'm I've seen it's not the, on TV. I know. Right. Disney needs to, well, it's cause fun. I bet it's, it's on Disney plus. That's why. Cause it's not on TV. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, cause like, this is perfect for this time. Right. This funny one with them in the bathtub. Yeah. Love yeah. That. That's an iconic moment. That yeah. is one of those moments that I always saw growing up. That I was, feel like yeah. I've seen the scenes for this movie, but never saw it. Never knew what it was. Didn't know the name. <laughs> didn't know the premise. Like just saw like random clips like that. Yeah. We're educating you girl. Yeah, I love it. You know, keep, keep it, keep it going. So, um, next time we'll be, we will pick up where we left off, which is Romy Michelle's high school reunion. Are there any other recommendations that you guys have? What, what, what have you guys been watching? It's been a while since we've uh, met anything. Well, in, in Tracy go fashion, I have been watching sweet magnolias, yep. which is a uh, Netflix TV yep. series, Hallmark yep. crappy <laughs> television show oh, yeah. that I'm obsessed with. Uh, season two just premiered uh, this month, I think. Um, and I just got around to watching it. And, um, if anybody wants to chat, has either of you seen? No. Okay. It's I really saw, bad. I saw the I first love every minute episode. of it. What, what do you mean? It's bad. It's bad. The sweet magnolias. So bad. It's I good. Watched, I, oh, I love it. I cannot I've wait for season the, three. I've watched the first few episodes. We talked about yeah. this and the season one cliffhanger in. almost killed me. Um, and season two gets even worse. So, um, yeah. So it is horribly awesome. Please watch it. If you love those things, it's great. All right. So 
So thanks for joining us. If you'd like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a review of movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house.